Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode 46. I am nearly there. I'm nearly at the whole year of podcasting every week mark. Wow. I'm excited. Super, super excited. I wanted to thank you guys. Last week, I got so many great um, messages and heaps of positive feedback around my downloadable PDF that I offered you. You guys really, really loved last week's episode, which was titled, what am I currently working on? Super, super simple idea, but something that I know a lot of you have already put into action and a lot of you are already working on making simple changes that over time will create a big, big impact in your happiness levels, in your household, in your relationships, and in your life in general. So thank you guys for sending all your feedback. And if you haven't yet checked out episode number 45, please go and do that or head over to my website, which is jessicashembry.com.au. And if you scroll down on the first homepage, you can see there is a free downloadable PDF, which is a really cool and easy to follow prompt tool. You can print the pages out, stick them on your fridge and either work as an individual or work as a family and think about what you are working on every single week. So it's super, super cool. Anyway, this week is all about overwhelm and how we can be okay with overwhelm. So I realized earlier this week, I had a few people send me messages and talk to me about some of my earlier episodes, like my first 10 or so episodes. And I realized that what I used to do a lot of is just talk about me and my life and my experiences. And as I've kind of grown and developed and changed my, I suppose, or well needed to come up with lots and lots of topics for you. I think at some point I've gone, Oh, I don't know if I should talk about myself so much. (laughs) Um, but what I realized is I think you guys enjoy it because you feel like you're more human knowing someone else is going through similar things to you. So I was going to talk about growth mindset today, but I'm saving that for next week. And, um, and this week we are going to be talking about overwhelm. So we're in full school holiday mode at the moment. And January is one of those months, especially when it comes to coaching where people really want a lot of my, a lot of my energy, my one-on-one clients are ready to take action, are ready to start the year fresh, are ready to work towards things in a big way. I'm crazy, crazy inspired, thinking of lots of new ideas, piecing together ideas that have been coming or in the works from last year, just putting things together for my retreat. So it's been pretty crazy, especially since getting back from holidays. And when I was on holidays, I went to Byron Bay with the family for five nights. And when I was there, I really, really switched off. And it was 
great. It was really nice to switch off. But one thing that I realized is that in switching off, when you own your own business, then you have catching up to do. And so I've been catching up since I've, since I've been back and feeling like I'm getting myself into a state of overwhelm. So earlier this week, I was like, this is my week on Monday or Sunday. This is my week. I actually have a new diary just a planner. It just literally opens out. It sits on my desk. It's a week to a spread and I've been using it. I used to use my phone, but what I realized is I really needed a, needed a to-do list diary. Um, so you'll have to excuse my croaky voice as well. It's early morning again. I've again, pushing myself to the, to the limits. I'm recording this stuff at like four 35 in the morning because literally the kids are on, well, my daughter's on school holidays and I'm trying to be a present parent and quiet time is hard to find. So you'll have to excuse my croaky voice. Um, so yeah, I realized I needed a to-do list section or area in my office that wasn't just sticky notes everywhere because they float around and my little two-year-old walks in here and says, piece paper and takes my notes. <laughs> so I've got my new planner, which has been working really well. So Monday comes and I'm like writing out all the days and all the things. And I must say, I also love having a really solid social life. So between wanting to work hard, being a good parent, being present, creating things for my, you know, my gorgeous little eight-year-old to do with me, um, and then trying to work. It's been a crazy, crazy school holiday period for someone who's, I mean, I've got to be honest, I'm running a business now that's, it takes a lot of my time. I love it, but it really is a demanding, demanding role that I've created for myself. So all of that happens. And then on Monday, Sunday, my husband was out of action. Monday, my husband was out of action. Monday night, I start feeling sick. I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I've got gastro. I start my stomach's churning. I couldn't sleep. It took me to about 11 PM to get to sleep, which is so rare for me when I'm setting my alarm at 4 AM. 11 AM is not a good bedtime. Uh, I'm normally a lot of people ask me, I normally like to get at least six hours sleep. So I'm normally aiming for like a nine or 10 PM bedtime at the most. And so I get to bed about 11 and by about 1130, my daughter wakes up Scarlett. I'm going to vomit. I'm going to vomit. And that proceeded to be five vomits over the next four or five hours crying, obviously very upset, zero sleep for me. Plus I felt sick. And so Tuesday, Monday, we actually had off. I should point that out too. So Monday I had made it my mission to just be a present parent. We went to a friend's house. We just hung around, watched them play, danced with them, ate with them, cooked with them, did all the things. And then Tuesday rolls around and I'm like, I'm going to be literally stuck in bed now, like with her all day. I didn't feel well either. My bones were aching. I wasn't vomiting, thank God, but my bones were aching and it was just... I could feel all sorts of overwhelm coming over me. Um, my house looked like, I say like a brothel. I wouldn't know what a brothel looked like. So I don't know why I use that, but <laughs> there was shit everywhere. I still haven't taken down my Christmas tree and it's like the 15th or 14th of Jan. <laughs> um, it was just, yeah, it was just one of those days. I kept walking down to the kitchen and there was just stuff everywhere and dishes everywhere and clothes hadn't been done. 
And then I'm thinking about all the work goals that I had for that day. And I had emails to attend to, and it was just getting full on. It was becoming a bit much. Anyway, so I had at three or four points during the day felt that sense of overwhelm. And then at one point I felt like decent enough to get out up out of bed, <coughs> excuse me, and tidy up our main level, which is our middle level of our house, um, where the kitchen and the living area is. So I got myself in a flap and I started, you know, oh my God, muster, what's the word, muttering under my voice, feeling really stressed. And then I'm like, Jess, you know better than this. This is silly. Nobody's dying today. Hopefully not. I mean, it's awful when you see your kids sick. And I just thought, my gosh, like the energy I had the night before was really, really good. So I'll touch back on that in a minute. But I had gotten myself into a state of overwhelm. I started thinking about all the things I had to do and the people that were relying on me and the questions that were coming through my Instagram and the income I wanted to make and all the things, because like we all need to pay rent. And when you're a business owner, it is stressful when people, when you and your partner both run separate businesses and you're sick, it's very stressful. So I could feel myself going into overwhelm And oh my gosh, like, I just was like, you know what? I really need to get back to what I know here. One thing that I taught myself last year really was how to be okay with overwhelm. And there's two really good tips that I want to give you guys. One is, am I going to do these things today? If the answer is no, then there is absolutely no point being overwhelmed. There is no point. It's like sitting on a rocking chair and expecting to get somewhere. Overwhelm is the same. You know, wishing for things to be different yet making no change. Overwhelm is the same thing. So we can get ourselves into a state knowing that we are not going to do anything about it. We can get ourselves to a point of overwhelm where we feel like tiny little things are huge mountains that we need to get over. We need need to learn how to breathe through those moments, but also we need to ask ourselves, are we going to do that task today? And if not, then you need to snip the cord between you and overwhelm. And you need to say, I am well aware that that task is not going to be done today. So there is absolutely no point in me being overwhelmed or what is my plan of action for tomorrow so that tomorrow I don't feel overwhelmed. Anywho, so for me, I really had to talk myself out of overwhelm that day. I really, really did. And I realized that what I hadn't been doing a lot of was journaling. And so I got my journal out and I realized that I needed to do some self-reflection. And a few weeks have been passed and we've been drinking a lot of alcohol and eating out a lot. And I just went, you know what, tomorrow I need to start getting back to health. I need Not that I'm unhealthy, but I need to be more proactive with some smart decisions, like making healthy ice blocks for the kids instead of being lazy and going to the gelati shop every few days on holidays and things like that. Um, So I journaled about what health meant to me. I journaled about some of the things that were, were not making me very happy in my current situation. I got it out onto paper. I got my diary, my handwritten diary. And I started to write and write and write. And what happened as a result is my overwhelm started to slow down. 
So when we get into a state of that, it's like, what can I do today? And what am I not going to do today? And if I'm okay with not doing them, or if I'm, if I'm physically unable, which I felt I was, I couldn't go downstairs and do washing. I literally felt like I was going to cripple, vomit. I didn't know what was going on, but my body was saying, fuck you, Jess, you're tired. You've had enough. You need a break. My bones were aching. My head was hurting. Honestly, I don't think I've taken as many painkillers this week than I have all of last year. It's been one of those weeks. And then on top of that, my third week of my Epic Over Mediocre program is due out that day. And I've got hundreds of women relying on that next module to be opened up. So then I start telling myself, you're unorganized. You should know better. My fucking internet wasn't working. We've been living in this house now for like eight or nine weeks and the internet still hasn't been set up properly because of some sort of owner issue. Anyway, that's another story. I've been using this stupid shit, 4G temporary thing. And I was just, I could feel myself getting so angry with everything. So number one, I had to go and I had to just go, all right, well, was there anything you can do today? And the one thing I could do well was just look after Scarlett. And so I literally had to sit down, breathe, and just go back to my, what are the good quality questions I need to ask myself, which is my apps, which is the best tool I ever use. It's the absolute best tool I use. The quality questions that I have trained myself to ask myself have gotten me out of so many shit situations. I mean, if you're having an argument with your partner, for example, before you respond, you ask yourself, what is my long-term outcome? Is it a happy marriage? How do you respond based on that quality question? You're feeling overwhelmed. What can I do today to feel less overwhelmed? Or do I need to give in to the fact that I'm sick as a dog and just do what I can? What can I do right now to feel less overwhelmed? And so for me, the answer was just go down and write some stuff in into the to-do list for tomorrow. So the next morning, one this is one of my really good tips in terms of my routine and how I follow a really, really strict early morning routine is when I wake up early, I go and put loads of washing on before everyone wakes up. Now, I know that I live in a house where you can't hear the washing machine and I get that I have, I have that flexibility. But to be honest, I think kids can sleep through anything if you let them get used to it, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I... I always put loads of washing on in the morning. I put it on a really quick cycle because I wash every two to three days. So nothing's ever that dirty. Um, it means that by the time the kids have woken up, I've, I've followed through on enough routine that I feel like I've accomplished something. I don't feel overwhelmed when they, they're awake. And watching a parent in overwhelm is a shit thing to do as a kid. You know, I, I remember seeing my mum get in a flap. I wouldn't say overwhelmed, but maybe. But, you know, watching parents be busy, it can't be fun for children. It can't give them hope for the future, right? It's not nice to sit there and watch your parent desperately typing on their phone during fucking breakfast because they're overwhelmed with life because they haven't, they've forgotten to pay the bills the day before, or they've got to reply to an email that they couldn't wake up half an hour earlier to do, right? 
So watching your parents in overwhelm is not fun. So I really, really learned something this week, which was, I don't want to feel overwhelmed and I just need to be okay with overwhelm and be so, so crystal clear and so realistic that it's a choice. It's a choice whether I'm overwhelmed or not. It's a decision. How do I schedule my time? How do I create routine? How do I reinforce what I know? And how do I get the best results based on that? Which is overwhelm isn't serving me, my children, or my husband. It's not serving my business. I, in that moment, I'll give you some, some things. So I had like a hairdressing appointment and I had a kid's yoga to do do as well and things like that during the week. And I was like, no, I'm not doing any of it. I don't have time for hair. I don't have time for yoga. I don't have time for anything. If we don't pay these bills, blah, 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 blah. You you can hear that, right? That, that tone, I'm sure you know, because you probably get it too. Everything's falling apart. This house is a shambles. There's no clean washing. I haven't got any groceries in the fridge. That was me. We've run out of butter for fuck's sake. Like, come on, Jess, you start to feel like a failure. And then I'm like, what are you doing to yourself? Like, why are you taking yourself through these paces again? You know, this doesn't serve you. So as a result of that, I got some really good lessons this week. And the main one was, is that overwhelm really is a choice. You don't need to be in a state of overwhelm. If you know how to do a few key things, one, breathe through it and ask yourself, who is this benefiting? The answer will pretty much always be nobody. What can I do right now to make today work well? And if you're sick and sometimes if you're overwhelmed, you just need to ask, you just need to go, well, okay, what are two or three things I can do right now that will help me feel less overwhelmed? And what are the things that can wait till tomorrow? Is anyone going to die? Are we here curing cancer or doing brain surgery? No, we're not. We're just worried about dishes and washing up and fucking paying bills and our kids' rooms being clean, right? So be realistic with what's overwhelming you, number one. I felt like I had quite a few legitimate business overwhelms. I was overwhelmed because I was sad my child was sick. I was overwhelmed because I felt disappointed in myself. I was like, you know what? I haven't been as healthy as I could have. Either have I been doing the right job for my kids. So I went down that mum guilt train. I went down the whole, this is my fault thing, right? It sounds so stupid when I say it, but that is the space where nobody is benefiting. So I want you guys to remember that next time you feel overwhelmed. And I want you to say, well, what are two or three things I can do right now? And if there's nothing you can do other than what's best is to look after your child if they're sick or to sleep, because sleep is probably what you need. Um, it might be meditation. It might be moving your body. Normally, if you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, depressed, um, angry, any of those feelings, you normally need to think, what can I do? And the answer normally is eat something nutritious, have a green smoothie, move your body, have a cold shower, freshen up and note take and write lists. Because once things are out of your head and onto paper, do you know how good it feels? Like literally I was like, okay, tomorrow morning I'll be up four, 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 four I'll put loads of washing on. I'll do that recording. I'll book those flights, etc., etc. And some of it didn't happen that day, but it was out of my mind. It was off my chest. And that was the most 
the most freeing feeling. Um, and I just wanted to share it with you guys. Cause I know that so many of us get into overwhelm, especially on school holidays. And I know that a lot of us feel a lot of mum guilt and we feel like we're not being present. I know I do. I have to, I feel like I've said to Scarlett a hundred times this school holidays, you know, mummy works from home. And so right now you're going to have to watch a movie because I need to do two hours of work when all I really want to do is go and play, but I just can't play 24 hours a day. Um, to the mums who are working, who have got their kids in, you know, the vacation care again, like it's not serving us to feel guilty around this stuff. We just need to ask ourselves, what can we do when we are home? What can we do when we are being present? Because if we go through the mode of guilt and feeling bad, we're just going to beat ourselves up to the point that when we do finally get to be present, we fucked it up for ourselves because we're still overwhelmed or we're putting things in an, in an importance priority rank that don't need to be put there. Like I've got to do more clothes washing before I can play. No, you don't. You don't need to do more clothes washing before you can play with your kids. You don't need to do more clothes washing or you could do it tonight when they go to bed or in the morning. Find solutions instead of looking for problems. Ah, <sighs> Trust me, it's a much better way to go. Now, I just want to talk to you guys about one other thing before I leave you today, um, which is on Tuesday night when I got really, really sick, or I, my body attempted to get me sick. Now, I'll tell you, the, my hubby and my daughter, and I feel like Leo to a little bit had a bit of diarrhea, but my hubby and daughter had a gastro thing and they were vomiting and both ends were not happy. And um, I obviously felt like it was probably going to be something that was going to happen to me too. Now I could feel it all coming on. I could feel my stomach not feeling good, all the signs. And um, I know that there might be some of you that hear this and go, oh, Jess, you're really taking it to the next level now. But I really made a decision that night that I was not going to get sick. And I've been meditating now for a couple of years solidly, um, but for quite a few years on and off. And But this year in particular has been a spiritual, last year, it was a really spiritual year for me. And this year, I'm, one of my biggest focuses is to develop, is to, de- de- the whole oh God, is to develop myself spiritually. I'm off to India in a, about six or seven weeks for three and a half weeks. That's going to be a huge spiritual journey for me. I'm also learning how to be an equilibrator this year, like a, a licensed equilibrator. So that's another skill that you guys are going to be able to utilize with me. And, um, and so my meditation has been super important. I'm actually teaching meditation now at my retreats, um, and for my one-on-one clients. And it's been something that's transformed me. I learned TM this year. It's just been amazing. So, um, I couldn't sleep. I was in a world of pain and I thought, well, what can I do right now? That's going to help. And there wasn't really much other than take potentially like a tablet of some sort for nausea, which I didn't want to do and, um, try and sleep and I couldn't sleep. So what I decided to do is I decided to meditate and meditation for me. I do it. I do it most days, at least for 20 minutes a day. I'm trying to get to two times a day. Um, I've got a few good excuses rattling around in my brain at the moment that stops me. I'm fully aware of that. I'm fully aware that I'm scapegoating the work I'm meant to be doing, but it's all good. Um, I am getting there. We're all human as fuck. That's for sure. Um, anyway, 
I do a form of TM, Transcendental Meditation. I have a podcast on it if you want to go listen. And um, and so anyway, what I did, I, I just said, look, what can I do right now? Because I'm not sleeping. Do I go watch TV? And I thought, no, Jess, you're better than that. You know you've got tools that, that you can work with. Um, the old me would have just gone to Netflix, but I'm just, I'm past that point now. I'm past, you know, I mean, yes, it's okay to chill. Netflix and chill is fine sometimes, but I really wanted to exercise some strength. And so I decided to meditate and um, my meditation is just a mantra that I say to um, in silence. There's no real, nothing to listen to. I did try listening to a couple of like healing sounds and that was really cool as well. But most importantly, my, my thought process was, I am well, health flows through my body. I'm full of vitality. I have so many capabilities in order of looking after my family. I could picture, it was really weird. I started to picture like green flowing through my body and green to me equals health because plants are health. Um, I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan, but I eat predominantly plant-based, a lot of raw food, tons of smoothies. And so for me, I was like, just picture green, you know, green goodness, whole foods, um, nourishing healthy fats, just flowing through your veins, um, healing everything, taking all that yucky bacteria away. And I meditated for probably nearly two to three hours on and off because every time I went, I came out of a little sleep, um, I was back to it, back to it, back to it. And I honestly believe that I consciously helped myself not get sick that night. I truly do believe it because every sign was pointing towards me having vomiting attacks like the other two, um, to the point where I was standing over the toilet at one point and I literally used the power of my mind. I believe this. I don't care what you guys think. If you're like, this is bullshit. You think what you think, but I felt like I was using the power of my mind to create a reality that I was happy with. And what it did was it allowed me to be a better mum for Scarlett. I know that sometimes our bodies just go no, and I'm not saying you can just not be sick through the power of your mind, but gosh, it helps. It really, really helps when you have a really, really positive outlook versus, oh my God, here we go again. I'm going to be sick for days. I'm going to lose income. I'm going to be in bed. This is always happening to me. I can't get well versus I know I've got a lot of vitality in my body. Health is flowing through me. I'm strong and capable. I have so much energy. You, your thoughts literally create your reality. And so I used that really, really powerfully the other night. And I just wanted to share it with you guys, because again, coming back to overwhelm, we choose the thoughts we have around our reality. And, and if we've come from an upbringing that reinforces that overwhelm is a part of life, then we will, we will reinforce that for ourselves. So I really encourage you guys to give some of these tips and tricks a go. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I can't wait for next week. Um, I'm, I don't normally give you guys like a, um, a preview to what I'm going to be talking about next week. That's, um, that's something I don't normally do, but next week is all about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And, um, oh, this topic's so, so interesting. And it, it actually gets me emotional even thinking about it, but, um, 
I've been doing a lot of listening lately and a lot of research into narcissism and into why people do the things they do at a deeper level. And having a fixed mindset versus having a growth mindset is one of the biggest, greatest gifts you will give yourself. And so I'm going to delve into that topic. I really, really can't wait. In the meantime, have a beautiful week. Be nice to yourself. Be nice to other people. Meditate, get into your morning routines, avoid overwhelm. And please, 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 I would love it if you gave me a five-star rating and a beautiful review. It means the world to me. Love you guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the Abundance Hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.